Hi, YouTubers and WhatChavers everywhere. It's MarkWithGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Hang on. Oh, yeah, that is a wonderful, wonderful cup of coffee. This came courtesy of viewer Alex Lopez, Lavaza Perfetto. Boy, <laughs> this is a wonderful cup of coffee. And it says on the label here, dark and velvety. Oh, absolutely. It has a little bit of robustness to it as well. Really, really enjoying this. Lavazo Perfetto. So my thanks to Alex Lopez for sending this one along. We've used it in the past. I happened to see it in the pantry. I said, I got to use that one again. Really terrific, terrific coffee. And my coffee mug this morning is the Been There coffee mug from Starbucks. This came courtesy of viewer Beth Jones. And this one has all the highlights of my home state, Ohio, on it. And you can get your very own. I'll give you a link uh, to Amazon where you can get your very own Been There coffee mug. Starbucks Been There coffee mug, which features your home state and all the historical highlights on uh, that particular coffee mug from your home state. This is Ohio. You know, we had the first traffic light. You can see that right there. First traffic light was in Cleveland, Ohio, right? And there's the state bird, the cardinal, and uh, ah, football right there, Ohio State, and uh, <laughs> the Browns and the Bengals, and yeah, really, really terrific, terrific coffee mug. So my thanks to Beth Jones for sending this along. You know, every week I say, what do you got? And you know, viewer Robert Ross finally answered that question, and he, uh, he wrote, coffee for watching Monday morning mailbag, delicious. Double espresso with oat milk foam, with cinnamon sprinkles and a touch of honey. Wow, that looks awesome. And he also sent along a, a picture of the machine. And I said, wow, that is really a neat machine, Robert. He said, it's very easy to operate. I could teach a five-year-old how to use it. Well, hey, I'm glad you're enjoying a cup of coffee there, Robert. That really looks fantastic. It looks like a very, very delicious cup of coffee. And I'm glad the machine, as complex as it appears to me, is quite easy to use. So thanks for sending that along. And I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. As we like to say on the show, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Hang on. Yeah, that is, yeah, Lavazza Perfetto. That is really, really very, very good. Thanks again to Alex Lopez. And hey, if you're taking me along in your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. We've got a great show for you this morning. Got a lot of neat items in new wet shaving gear. Got one that's kind of, well, you know what? It is a little different. Well, we've talked about this kind of item in the past, and I was wondering how I was going to present it. And then we had a great question come in. And uh, I thought, well, hey, that's that's something that kind of ties it all together. So stay tuned for new wet shaving gear because we've got this item. It's less than $20. And uh, just think travel. It's, it's going to be really, really perfect for, for travel. And this question also involves travel. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to showing that to you. We got some great new wet shaving gear. We got some great refill comments. And again, we got some great questions in the questions and comments section. And we also have... Uh, a few other things to talk about that I'm really looking forward to uh, sharing with you. Uh, so let's get things kicked off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer James Anthony. And James writes, Hi Mark, I recently learned of using an ice cube after shaving. I rub an ice cube over my face before applying the alum block. Then, after washing off the alum, I rub the ice over my face again. Then, I'll apply the aftershave. Nothing colder than ice. Take care, sir. James. James, that's an absolutely fantastic tip. We have talked about using an ice cube uh, before on the Monday Morning Mailbag, but thank you very much for sending this in as a shaving tip because there are new viewers coming on board all the time, and they may have missed this particular tip in previous in a previous Monday Morning Mailbag or two. Uh, you know, it could be uh, a year or so since we've talked about this. So thanks very, very much for sending this in. Absolutely fantastic, fantastic shaving tip. And I like the approach. Using ice, then applying alum, rinsing it off, and then using an ice cube again. Really, really neat approach. So thanks very much for sending it along and sharing it with all the viewers, especially those viewers who may have missed the discussion on using an ice cube post-shave. So to say thank you for you and only you, James, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post-haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Email that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and if I use it on the morning shaving tip here on the Monday Morning Mailbag, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So thanks again for a really wonderful shaving tip, James. Really do appreciate it. Well, we have an extra shave tip this morning, and it comes from viewer Robert Ross. Now, Robert has been sharing uh, his recipe uh, in creating a lather with as little shave soap as possible and adding a little bit of water and getting heaps and heaps of lather. So <laughs> he's really been sharing his experimentation and his recipe on how to achieve this with us. And he's got an update and he wrote, as the inventor of the slurry method, I wanted to add a couple of points. First, the recipe has been updated as follows. 116 teaspoon, also known as a pinch, one and a half teaspoons, a half a, te a half a tablespoon of warm water. Make in a slurry, dissolve all the soap into the water. With a slightly damp brush, whip up the lather. Go slowly at first and increase the speed of agitation as it becomes thicker. I found that adding a little more water than my previous recipe, which was a one and a quarter teaspoons, increase the volume of the lather. Second, because you're using so little shave soap, I use a cheap pen knife to scrape the soap out of the measuring spoon. Without a small knife, it is difficult to extract all the soap. That is why I showed the pen knife in the photos I sent you. Pen knives are as cheap as chips. <laughs> Third, go to a kitchen store and buy the measuring spoons. They usually come as a set with a dash, pinch, and smidgen all sold together. So the spoons are labeled dash, pinch, and smidgen. I believe that's how they're labeled. Uh, looking forward to seeing the next Monday morning mailbag, uh, uh, Bob Ross. Hey, Bob, thanks very, very much. It's absolutely fantastic. Now, the slurry method, uh, if you don't know, this is when you press a little bit of that shaving soap into the bottom of the bowl 
And when you add that water, before you use the brush to start making the lather, you're just going to work it with uh, your a wet finger uh, or two and just work that into like a little puddle of soap. He calls it a slurry. So it's not uh, completely soap attached to the base of the lathering bowl. It's uh, kind of a, a nice uh, liquidy kind of soap slurry on the bottom of that uh, lathering bowl. And then you start in with the uh, shaving brush. Go slowly at first and then increase the speed. I've used the slurry method and it works wonderfully, wonderfully well. So Bob, thanks very, very much for sending along your updated recipe. Really do appreciate it, folks. Give it a try. Let us know in the comments below how it works for you and how much lather you've uh, you've gotten from it and which uh, shaving soap, which particular shaving soap uh, you use on this. Really, really do appreciate you sending it along, Robert. Thanks very much again. Well, we have a shave den visit this morning of sorts. Actually, it's uh, actually some vintage shave gear that viewer Brian Erskine very, very kindly uh, sent along to share with viewers out there. Uh, and he wrote, this is my scuttle shaving mug, old school. You put warm water in the bottom part and your hard puck on top. Then you load the shaving brush with soap and do a face lathering. I have two scuttles. I used mine from the 1970s, used Williams shaving soap when I was a young man. <laughs> Those are beautiful. I've always wanted to try a scuttle like this, and I'll put it to the viewers. Have you ever tried a scuttle like this? Do you own a scuttle like this? This looks absolutely wonderful and definitely vintage and old school. So uh, I, I wrote him back and said, these are absolutely wonderful. And he wrote back and said, um, uh, this is my first scuttle that I have. Thanks. Uh, have a wonderful day. Uh, my first one was white with a black mustache on it, made with ceramic from China. And the second one was forget-me-not flowers, porcelain from England. Again, absolutely beautiful, beautiful vintage scuttles. <laughs> I absolutely love these. And again, uh, I'd love to try to find one of these. I'd love to find one of these is what I'm saying and uh, put it to use. So uh, really, thanks very much for sending this along, Brian. Again, to the viewers out there, if you have a scuttle similar to this, hey, send us some pictures and let us know uh, uh, what year it's from and how often you use it, where you obtained it, that sort of thing. Uh, this looks like something you could find in an antique store or maybe even a yard sale. I, I don't know, but it looks absolutely wonderful. And uh, I'm going to, I'm you know, with yard sales starting up, uh, you know, things are warming up now into spring, into summer. Yard sales are going to start up, estate sales, that sort of thing. I'm going to keep a, a lookout for a scuttle like this. So, Brian, thanks very much for sharing this with us. Really, really do appreciate it. And here's your weekly reminder to let you know that the Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast. Simply go to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast should come right up. Now, the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. And we also have a second podcast called Second Cup. So just search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast and Second Cup podcast 
should come right up. Again, available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Well, here's another reminder, and that is that Maggard Razors is having the Maggard Razors Meetup on June 3rd, 2023. Uh, and as they write on the page, Maggard Razors is hosting our sixth annual wet shaving meetup on June 3rd, 2023. Uh, this year, the event will be capped at 220 attendees and 20 vendors and we're charging a nominal ticket fee to secure your spot. Now that ticket fee is $34. And at the time I'm recording it, there are less than 60 tickets left. So if you want to attend, hurry up and get a ticket before they're all gone. 220 attendees are 220 attendees, 220 tickets are available and no more. So make sure you get a ticket to this event if you want to attend. Uh, and as they write here, you get a $12 meal voucher for a participating restaurant in downtown Adrian, Michigan, free soft drinks and water for the day, entrance into drawings for door prizes, guaranteed 100 plus winners chosen, some big ticket items, uh, guaranteed samples and freebies from most of the vendors in attendance, a massive pay it forward table. Uh, and look at the confirmed vendors that they have here. Ariana and Evans, Barrister and Mann, Captain's Choice, Katie's Bubbles, Chiseled Face, The Grimatorium, uh, my gosh, Carve Shaving Company, Noble Otter, Shannon Soaps, Sterling Soap Company, Timeless Razor. Uh, yeah, uh, check out the list of everyone that's going to be in, uh, in attendance. These are just some of the, <laughs> some of the uh, attendees and vendors that I'm, um, some of the vendors that I'm noting here. Uh, they also have some guests, Mantic 59 from The Sharpologist, Michael Friedberg, Jinx the Cat and HD Shaves. So again, the uh, Maggard Razor Shaving Meetup on June 3rd, 2023. Less than 60 tickets available while I, at the time I'm recording this. So make sure you get up there and get a ticket if you're interested in attending. Again, Maggard Razors is hosting their sixth annual wet shaving meetup on June 3rd, 2023 in Adrian, Michigan. Hope to see you there. Well, before we go any further, I wanted to mention the passing of a cartoon legend. Uh, Al Jaffe of Mad Magazine fame passed away recently at the age of 102. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Al Jaffe through the National Cartoonist Society. And you may recall that we all did a, a birthday card for his 100th birthday uh, a couple of years ago. More on that a little bit later. Uh, my friend, cartoonist Adrian Sinnott, posted the following on his Facebook page. And I will link to that so you can read it. But here's in part what Adrian wrote. Another good friend, the wonderful Al Jaffe, has passed. Al was 102 and made the Guinness Book of World Records as the world's longest continually working cartoonist, a feat that will never be equaled. Al retired at 99. Al was, of course, known for his fold-in back cover and snappy answers to stupid questions for Mad Magazine, but also worked for Timely Comics. Now, Adrian also include this from uh, NPR, National Public Radio. Quote, Jaffe didn't just satirize the culture, he helped change it. His parodies of advertisements included such future real-life products as automatic redialing for a telephone, 
a computer spell checker, and graffiti-proof surfaces. He also anticipated peelable stamps, multi-blade razors, <laughs> how about that, and self-extinguishing cigarettes, unquote. Adrian continues here, Many is the back cover of Mad Magazine that I've creased to see the fold in. Bill Gaines, Bill Gaines was the publisher of Mad Magazine. Bill Gaines liked this because it meant people would buy one issue to fold and one to keep. How very, very true that was. I did that as well. <laughs> I would fold the back cover and I would buy another issue and I would keep it nice and pristine. Yeah, that was absolute, absolutely the way to do it. Absolutely. But as, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, when Al turned 100, uh, all the members of the National Cartoonist Society were asked to send a birthday card wishing Al a happy 100th birthday. And I went ahead and did that. And his birthday, uh, March 13th, 2021, right there, as you can see, this is the postcard that he sent back to thank uh, me and others for sending along a birthday card. And uh, this was uh, this was postmarked August 2nd. <laughs> so you can imagine how many birthday cards he must have received. He must have received hundreds of them. And of course, he didn't he at that at that point, from what Adrian was telling me, he wasn't signing a lot of things. So he didn't sign this, but he did. Uh, somebody addressed it. Maybe he addressed it. I don't know. Uh, I'd like to think that that's his lettering there with my address. <laughs> I like to think that. Or maybe he had another cartoonist help him with that. I'm not sure. I'll have to ask Adrian. But anyhow, uh, I did receive a thank you card from him. And it is definitely a, um, a treasured piece uh, that I received from Al Jaffe, thanking me for my contribution to his 100th birthday celebration with uh, the birthday card that I sent along. So I just wanted to mention that uh, a, a, a true legend in the cartooning world, a real gentleman, uh, very humble from what a lot of cartoonists have posted on Facebook. He was very, very humble and just an incredible, incredible talent. And you know what? His, his artwork was so distinctive. Uh, when you saw it in Mad Magazine, you knew exactly that it was Al Jaffe. You knew the artwork. You remembered the name. And uh, yeah, that's the way he used to sign things like that. Jaffe. Yeah, Al Jaffe. Yeah, with a little caricature of himself and his signature. Very, very talented gentleman. He will be missed. Passed away at 102. God bless Al Jaffe. Well, the channel now has over 9,300 subscribers. When we reach 10,000 subscribers, we're going to be doing a giveaway. Last week, we featured some items that were very generously donated to the 10,000 subscriber giveaway by viewer Jimmy V Photography. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful items. Check out last week's show to see exactly what he donated. Absolutely wonderful. Thank you again to Jimmy V. This week, Beth Jones very generously donated items to the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. The first item is a Dottie shaving bowl from Doug Smith Pottery. Now, she sent along photos because delivery of this item is going to be mid-June to my location. So hopefully it'll get here before we reach 10,000 subscribers. If for some reason we do the drawing for 10,000 subscribers before the item arrives, as soon as it hits my doorstep, I'll turn around and I'll definitely send it to the lucky winner. But that's item number one. 
that Beth Jones very, very generously sent along, a Dottie shaving bowl from Doug Smith Pottery. It looks absolutely beautiful. I'll also have a link that Beth very, very uh, kindly uh, forwarded where you can go up to the product page and actually look at the specifications on this item. It's an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous uh, shaving bowl. So thanks very much to Beth Jones. But Beth also sent along another item uh, from Spearhead. Uh, she sent along the Seaforth Sea Ice Lime Shave Soap. A brand new tub right here. It has not been opened, and this came via the razor company. Now, they also included an air freshener, <laughs> a fresh shave air freshener. So this is going to be included with the uh, shave soap. Uh, absolutely beautiful, beautiful performing shave soap. I have reviewed both the Seaforth Sea uh, Spice Lime and the Sea Ice Lime absolutely fantastic scent and wonderful wonderful performance from uh, the folks at sea the folks at spearhead with uh, their seaforth sea ice line beautiful beautiful scent really really do like it and again the performance of this uh shave soap the lather is just top notch so my sincere thanks to beth jones for sending along the spearhead shaving sea ice lime shave soap uh, and absolutely wonderful. And of course, the uh, Dottie Shaving Bowl from Doug Smith Pottery. Uh, again, thank you so much, Beth. Very, very kind and generous of you. Really, really do appreciate it. So folks, uh, when we get to 10,000 subscribers, we're going to be doing a giveaway. And we have some other items coming in, and we'll be sharing those with you in the weeks ahead. And my thanks to all the viewers out there who are very generously contributing to this. Thank you so very, very much. And again, thank you to everyone for subscribing, for sharing, for commenting, and for all your wonderful contributions to the channel. It means a lot. Uh, I am, uh, I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored and uh, it's just, it's, it's just, it's wonderful. I, <laughs> I never, I never thought in my wildest dreams that this channel would be approaching 10,000 subscribers and that the, um, and that we would have these wonderful, generous donations. I'm honored. I'm humbled. Thank you all very, very much. And Beth Jones, again, thank you very, very much for these really, really wonderful contributions to the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. Thanks again, Beth. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's great seeing you again and getting together with you again and talking all things traditional wet shave. I really do look forward to uh, reading the comments and the questions and uh, showing you the wet shave gear. I, I love putting this show together and I, I just am so thankful to all the viewers out there who contribute and participate. Thank you all very, very much. As you know, as a matter of fact, before I forget, uh, a viewer out there came up with the idea of the refill segment. Now, um, prior, to, prior to it being called refill, I called it like uh, the ancient archives or something like that. And I had this, maybe I mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again. I had this graphic of like an Aztec temple vault opening up 
And uh, well, let's go into the let's go into the vault, the archive, they get the uh, past topics that we want to talk about. And then there was this there's graphic and and that sort of thing. And uh, this viewer wrote me and said, you know, it's kind of busy, it's kind of noisy, it really doesn't fit. I mean, you're drinking coffee on your show. Why not go back for a refill? And I thought, wow, what a great idea. So I put together the graphic. And uh, my nephew, Mike, is the one who's playing the piano on that intro. He, uh, <laughs> he sent that along to me. And uh, really a talented young man. Thanks again, Mike, for that. And uh, that's how the refill segment was, was born. So if uh, you're that viewer out there that came up with the idea, please comment below. Let me know because I want to give you proper credit and, uh, and, uh, and name you on the, uh, on the show because it really has been terrific and uh, a great way to kind of uh, exchange ideas and revisit some topics, which is why it's called Refill, and uh, just uh, have a nice discussion about wet shaving and uh, some great, great comments from viewers out there. So uh, speaking of which, let's kick it off with something from viewer Jamie Horn regarding the hammer razor from Pearl Shaving. And he wrote, I do love the razor and I would recommend to every wet shaver that they get one, even if they only use it once in a blue moon. I definitely am glad that I purchased it. Yeah, this is quite a razor. It's 5.31 ounces. I believe it's solid brass. And it comes with two base plates. It comes with a, a closed comb uh, base plate and an open comb base plate. And uh, it, for me, for me now, it's aggressive. It's quite aggressive. And it's not going to be a daily driver. But boy, is it efficient. It is smooth. And if I have, say, two to three, four days worth of beard growth, the hammer is going to get the call uh, because it really does a great job in delivering a really efficient, efficient shave. Uh, and the weight of the razor does all the work. So uh, thanks to Jamie Horn for confirming uh, uh, how wonderful the pearl shaving, the hammer razor is. Thanks very much for that, Jamie. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Bart Bartlett passed this along, and he wrote, Mark, I found this when I Googled, quote, the two ends of a DE razor blade are called the tabs. In the past, where manufacturing wasn't as accurate, manufacturers left these two end tabs exposed so a shaver could use his thumb and forefinger to adjust the razor blade into perfect position before locking down the blade with the handle, unquote. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Bart. Thanks very much for sending it along. This is something that uh, viewer Mark Bagwell mentioned last week, as I recall that uh, having those end tabs exposed in the razor head uh, allows you to adjust that as you're uh, tightening down that handle. You can align that blade, uh, the, the alignment and the blade balance and the, that sort of thing uh, perfectly or as close as possible just by holding onto those end tabs with your thumb and your forward finger as I'm showing right here and then locking down the, uh, or clamping the razor head as you're tightening up and snugging up the handle. Uh, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Now, uh, nowadays, I would assume uh, manufacturing can be so precise with new manufacturing technology like CNC machining, that sort of thing, that I guess this is another reason why they can enclose those end tabs in a razor head. Uh, there are a lot of really wonderful razors out there that have the end tabs enclosed and you just drop the blade in uh, and then tighten up that handle, snug up that hand handle, and the balance and alignment is just spot on. 
really, really wonderful. So yeah, Bart, I think that's probably what it, what it was. It allowed for uh, a little bit of slop, I guess, in manufacturing uh, back in the day. Yeah, probably. Thanks very much for passing that along, Bart. Really do appreciate it. Bart also passed this along. Picking up on that, quote, your face, your rules, unquote, mantra, I'm a daily shaver and my beard isn't that thick or coarse. So, depending on the soap and blade, I sometimes do a two-pass shave. Pass one is across the grain and pass two is against the grain. I can follow up with pickups if I'm chasing a BBS. So, a three-pass shave isn't always needed. Maybe you could give that a try to see if it works for you. I did. Uh, laugh out loud about forgetting to place the cup when brewing with the Keurig. You are not alone. <laughs> Another entertaining Monday morning mailbag. Have a great week. Yeah, uh, the Keurig machine. I mentioned this in the past that I forgot to put that mug underneath the Keurig machine. I got coffee all over <laughs> all over the counter. I will never forget to do that again. Uh, believe me, I have learned my lesson. But uh, this two-pass shave approach Sounds really, really unique, uh, Bart. Pass one is across the grain. Pass two is against the grain. I'm going to give that a try. And folks, if you uh, give that a try, please comment below. Let us know how it works for you. Pass one across the grain. Pass two against the grain. Really, really neat approach, Bart. Thanks very, very much. 10 fluid ounces, 30 minutes, wrote, uh, the not washing the face before a shave as a way to keep a protective barrier. Uh, I have often thought of and do apply as such for every shave. It makes some sense instinctively, but other than that, I have never heard of it. Yeah, this goes back to a comment we had last week, and the viewer said that they don't wash the face before they do a shave. Uh, now, uh, if you've seen the channel, I use the cube as a pre-shave. It's a two-step process. I use the cube first to wash the face, to decrease the whisker, get the grease and oil off the skin, and then uh, I will then apply it again and work it into kind of a pre-shave soapy base and then lather over that. And uh, this viewer said, oh, I don't wash the face at all because there is the oil that is on your skin is kind of a protective barrier. Now, we will find out a little later here that uh, that may not be so, but 10 fluid ounce, 30 minutes Seems to think it works for him. Now me, I'm washing my face and I have found that to be very, very good and very, very productive. Prior to uh, discovering the cube, I was just splashing on some water and applying some pre-shave oil um, or a pre-shave cream of some kind. Now, now, uh, even though uh, I might be using a pre-shave cream or pre-shave oil, I'll use that cube to, to uh, wash the face first, absolutely. Uh, Robert Ross wrote, I have a synthetic brush. I rinse it out, shake it, then rub it vigorously against a dry towel. I then store it on a face cloth on its side. It works well. Yeah, this goes back to, uh, do you hang the brush or do you set it on the base? Well, <laughs> Robert has split the difference. He lays it on, its, on his side. Now, if you happen to have the fine lathering bowl, we've talked about this when we reviewed it. It has a brush holder right here. That's perfect. You can just, uh, you know, set the brush handle right there like that and let it dry out that way, right? So that, that works really, really well too. So thanks very much for that, Robert. I really do appreciate it. And uh, we've mentioned that with synthetic brushes, they throw off so much water when you're drying them. I mean, you can just give it some vigorous shakes. And as Robert says, then 
you know, just buff it a little bit on a towel. And it's like 90 to 95% dry. So I, I don't think anyone would be, uh, would disagree with you just setting on, on its base like this. I like to hang, uh, hang, hang my brushes, but some of the larger synthetic knots, I'll make sure that, you know, I do that towel dry and then I will set it on, on its base because it's, like I say, 90 to 95% dry, really terrific. Now, when it comes to a natural hairbrush, like a boar brush here, I'm definitely, I'm definitely hanging it upside down like this to let it dry further so that that moisture gets away from the knot and it moves away from the, the natural hairs. That's just me. Let us know in the comments below uh, how you do it. Robert, thanks very much for the comment. Joe Rouse wrote, Mark, I'd be very interested in hearing whether or not you find an online syndicator for George. I enjoy the comic posts at the end of every 3MB, and I hope you can find someone to help you share it with a broader audience. Joe, thank you very, very much. I really do appreciate that. I sure hope I do find an online syndicator. That would be great. Uh, right now, I love uh, sharing uh, the George comic strip and the double, double take uh, comic puzzle at the end of... Uh, Every Monday morning mailbag, I get a big kick out of it. Thank you very much for your comment. I'm so glad to hear that you enjoy it. And uh, drawing a comic strip and drawing a comic panel, a, a puzzle panel, uh, it's, been a, it's been a great joy. I really, really do enjoy doing it. So thanks very much for that, that comment, Joe. And uh, hey, anyone out there, if you know of someone who's syndicating material online, let me know, uh, you know. Send them over here so they can see it and get a look at it. Sure would appreciate it. Thanks again, Joe. Viewer Mike H. wrote, Hi, Mark. Great Monday morning mailbag. Thank you. Wonderful viewer input this week, as always. I agree. Viewer input is absolutely fabulous and fantastic. Uh, as a bowl user, I'm definitely going to try the slurry method for building a lather. It does sound like a very sensible way to ensure you are incorporating all the soap you had intended to use for the lather. Uh, absolutely, uh, Mike. Uh, I, think that's, I think that's what the purpose is. You're kind of breaking down that soap a little bit, getting into kind of a beyond the, the, beyond the stage of being a paste, a slurry, a little more liquid, almost like a liquid hand soap kind of a state. That's kind of the way I was trying to try to figure out uh, something to associate the slurry method with, kind of like that. Uh, and then when you start lathering it with your brush, you're, 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 you're ensured that all that soap is in that slurry to create that lather. It really is a neat, neat step. Now, I don't always do it, but when I have, it works wonderfully, wonderfully well. Give it, give it a try, folks, and let us know uh, how it works for you. Thanks very much for that, Mike. Really do appreciate it. Uh, viewer Thomas Beaton wrote, The Assured Blades are no good for me either. I would agree that the three-piece is unusable as is. Uh, way too aggressive. The base plate, however, is made with a pliable metal alloy. I grabbed some pliers and wrapped them in electrical tape so I didn't scratch the base plate. I bent the ends of the base plate to close up that blade gap, and now it shaves great. Uh, with a quality blade, of course. <laughs> Could be a fun project for anyone who wants to shave this way and save a couple of bucks. Uh, well, you know what? That is absolutely a great, great approach to kind of modifying uh, this assured three-piece razor from the Dollar Tree. Now, I did a review of this, and I didn't get through the shave. I had to put this thing aside 
And I had to put that razor aside because it just was too aggressive for me. I never thought to modify it in this way, Thomas. Thank you very, very much for passing that along. You know what? Check out my review of the Assured three-piece razor. You'll see that I set it aside. I just couldn't shave with it. Uh, but yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll try the same. Maybe I will try that, and uh, you know, try to uh, close up that gap as you did. If you have one of these and you use this method uh, in closing up the gap, comment below and let us know how that works for you. Uh, thanks very much for that, Thomas. Really, really do appreciate it. Uh, Keith Osmond wrote uh, regarding hanging brushes, etc. I always thoroughly rinse them and then dry them by brushing them on a towel. This gets rid of most of the water. I usually hang the brushes in a stand, but I have one brush with a handle too small to fit my stands, so I just set it on the handle end. I can't say that I've noticed any difference between hanging or standing, maybe because of the towel dry first. Yeah, Keith, that could be. It could be because you're giving it a really good drying on the towel, vigorous shaking, that sort of thing, and just standing it up does a trick, you know? I mean, maybe that's what it is. Thanks very much for passing that along. Appreciate it. Uh, James wrote, uh, been meaning to ask, I'm going on a trip and I have the shave stick and the cube pre-shave stick. Would you rub the pre-shave stick on your face, then rub the shave cream stick over your face? I feel like the pre-shave would rub off on the shave cream stick. Or am I being too uh, picky about it? This is a great question, James. I probably should have put this in questions and comments, but uh, we'll just go ahead and use it right here in the, the refill segment because we did talk about the uh, shave stick, the Diver Down shave stick last week. And uh, uh, viewers have used the Tube 2.0 shave stick. Here's my thought. Uh, you could uh, take a travel uh, bowl, like the travel scuttle from uh, Phoenix Shaving, and use the pre-shave stick to rub on your face and then maybe take a little bit off of the shave stick. Maybe just, you know, just peel a little bit off the shave stick and press that into the bottom of the bowl and then build your lather that way. You could do that and then paint the lather on over that. That's one option. The other option I thought about uh, was uh, you could uh, apply your pre-shave stick to your face and then wet your hand and then apply a little bit of the shave stick to the palm of your hand and lather in your hand to create the lather and then apply that to your face. Uh, and the thing is, is once you have lather on a synthetic brush, uh, you know, it just builds a lather. The synthetic brushes build a lather so well. So if you do a, a, a palm lather, so to speak, and I've done that before, and I think I have a review on that or not. I'll have to check. But anyhow, uh, when you do that, it really builds a nice lather and, a, and there's a lot in the knot. And all you have to do is, is paint it on and you're, and you're good to go. So that's uh, two methods right there. Now, I'll put it to the viewers. Uh, what would your workaround be if you took a pre-shave stick and a shaving stick? Uh, how would you do it? Uh, comment below and let us know. James, an absolutely great, great question. Mark Bagwell uh, gave us an update on Paraso-USA.com. Uh, and he wrote, Paraso makes all kinds of things for professional barbers. Uh, the site above, which is the Paraso-USA.com that he noted here, uh, is more for the individual to use. But they make barber towels, traditional bulb pumps, 
barber smocks, shave brushes, and beard brushes. Parasso is a full service for professional barbers. I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. Wow. Uh, he goes on to say, and I just discovered they have cologne tissue wipes. I didn't know that either. That sounds like a really unique item. Um, now, here's where we get into a face washing. Mark says here, not washing the face before a shave. The natural oils on your face can create a barrier to protect the skin. It also coats the whisker and can sometimes prevent water and cream from hydrating the whisker for a better and smoother shave. Every dermatologist and shaveologist will tell you to wash your face with a good face wash to remove the gunk and grease around the whisker. I watched an interview with the CEO of Lucky Tiger, and he talked about the importance of washing your face with the right product before a shave. Now, I will link that interview so you can see it because Mark very kindly sent along that YouTube link. Mark, thank you very, very much. I really do appreciate it. Uh, and um, he says, with all these professionals saying to wash first with the right product, personally speaking, I will take their advice. So uh, thanks very much. And he also noted this because we talked about the uh, Zenith Boar brush here. We showed that earlier. He also said Zenith also makes fantastic badger brushes and horsehair brushes. If it's natural hair, then Zenith is good at it. Yeah, because we talked about the Zenith synthetic brush last week and it was, you know, it was okay. It wasn't, it's, there are other better synthetic brushes out there. It does have um, its points. If you're looking for something that's really, really stiff, a lot of backbone and has a little bit of tooth, uh, to the uh, to the to the ends of the hairs there the, the the brush the brush the brush hairs the bristles that sort of thing, but um, I agree with Mark uh, the uh, this boar brush that Zenith makes is absolutely top notch and he's also saying that their badger brushes and horsehair brushes are also top notch so thanks very much for that Mark really really do appreciate that and thanks for the comments regarding washing your face before a shave. Uh, I'm glad I'm doing it. Let me know in the comments below if you're doing it as well. Alan Thompson wrote, I own Parfums de Marley Carlisle, and it's my favorite fragrance. It's complex and sophisticated, a lovely signature scent. So glad I came across your review of First Line Shave Origins and purchased the full set based on your assessment. Many thanks for your fine content, Mark. Alan, thank you very much. Let us know how the scent of Origins stacks up against Parfums de Marley Carlisle. Really, really interested. I love the scent of, uh, of the Origins Shave Soap and Aftershave. Absolutely love it. And uh, it's inspired by Parfums de Marley Carlisle. I hope I pronounced that right. But I've never tried that one. Alan, really, really interested in hearing uh, your assessment and how the two compare. Please uh, let us know. Uh, really interested. So um, thanks very much for uh, the very, very kind words and for letting us know that you're going to be comparing the two. Really, really, really looking forward to uh, hearing your thoughts and on how those two compare. Thanks again. Uh, Ivan Kaz, also known as John Kaczynski, wrote, Hi, Mark. After watching the 3MB that you featured the fine lather bowl, I knew I had to have it. I immediately ordered it from West Coast Shaving, and they offered free shipping on orders over $65. So I also bought 
Parasso Shave Lotion, Fine Italian Citrus Aftershave, and West Coast Shaving Fougere Shave Soap. Spending a lot more money to save a few bucks. <laughs> i laugh out loud. Well, it was delivered today and I had to try the shaving bowl right away. I loaded up my Phoenix Shaving Green Ray brush with the Fougere Shaving Soap for about 15 seconds and then with very little effort in the fine lathering bowl, I was able to whip up a mound of boom lather. This is definitely a shaving bowl that I would recommend to anybody. I've included a picture that speaks for itself. Uh, thank you for all you do on your channel. Anytime I've heeded your advice, I've had no regrets. Take care, and I'm looking forward to the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. Sincerely, John Kaczynski. Uh, John, I'm so glad that the Fine Lathering Bowl works for you. I have found it to be absolutely fantastic. The folks at Fine uh, very, very kindly sent this along for me to review on the channel and share with viewers. Uh, it is terrific. I like the fact that you can hook your thumb through there and get a nice firm grip of it. Uh, we've already talked about the uh, shave brush rest right there. That is, a, that is a really, really nice feature. I like that a lot. Uh, it has raised ridges on the bottom there to help you really generate uh, lather very, very quickly and you can build heaps and heaps of lather. Uh, so yeah, thanks very, very much for, um, for uh, mentioning this. Now, as far as uh, my recommendations and my advice, a lot of this comes from the viewers. To be perfectly honest with you, I can't remember, you know, you have to forgive me. I don't have it in my show notes because I didn't know which direction I was gonna go with regarding this comment, but there was a viewer out there who had one of these and recommended it and just, you know, said it's wonderful. And uh, we talked about it, I think a new shaving gear. Then after that, the folks at Fine saw that and said, we'll share, we'll, we'll send you one so you can review it firsthand, which was very, very kind and generous of them. And yeah, I have found that it's a very, very good, affordable, uh, highly functional lathering bowl. It really is terrific. So if you're looking for a lathering bowl that has a lot of great features and comes in at a really, really nice price point, check out the fine lathering bowl. West Coast Shaving has them and other online retailers also carry it. And of course, the folks at Fine on their website, they also carry it as well. So, uh, oh, and uh, John wrote here, P.S. With the lather I made in the fine shaving bowl, I easily had enough lather for a three-pass shave on my face with touch-ups and a two-pass shave on my head with touch-up. It's a fine shaving bowl indeed. Uh, John, John, again, John, thanks for all the great comments confirming how terrific the fine lathering bowl is. Uh, really, really terrific. As I always say, a great time to be doing the traditional wet shave because there's so much great shaving gear out there. Uh, as I say, you'll find a razor, a blade, a shaving bowl, a shaving brush, <laughs> a shaving soap that fits your beard and skin type in your wallet. Absolutely. So thanks again, John. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Array256, I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, A-R-E-Y-256. Array? Airy? I'm going to go with Array256. He wrote, how do you travel on a plane with a DE razor? I thought you couldn't take the blades. Uh, well, uh, here's my understanding regarding TSA rules and regulations. And we've talked about this before. And this is the question that is going to lead into a new wet shaving gear item a little later on. Anyhow, uh, my understanding is, according to TSA, you can take a double-edged safety razor 
uh, in your carry-on luggage. You just cannot pack the blades in your carry-on luggage. Uh, your your double-edged razor blades have to be packed with checked luggage. But you can take the uh, double-edged safety razor in your carry-on luggage. However, um, there is kind of a qualifier here. A TSA agent has the uh, final discretion as to whether or not that item is going to be allowed on the plane. So I have heard somewhat shavers say that they have packed their safety razor in their carry-on and their blades in their check luggage. And as they were going through uh, the, the line to have their carry-on checked uh, and inspected, uh, you know, the TSA agent saw the, the double-edged uh, safety razor and said, nope, not allowed. They have, the, they have the final say. An individual agent, as I understand it, has the final say. Uh, so, you know, how are you going to argue with that? I mean, you know, I mean, if you, if you do take a double-edged safety razor, uh, probably the, the, the first best way is to uh, pack it with your checked luggage along with your blades. Then you're okay. Now, if you're not taking checked luggage, uh, you could take your safety razor in your carry-on. You're just not going to be able to pack blades. Uh, you have to buy blades at your destination if all you're taking is a carry-on bag. And again, TA, TSA agent, you know, he, he has final discretion. He might look at it and go, nah, it's not going to go on the plane with you. Um, that's why I recommend that if you're going to take a DE safety razor, get one that's more affordable, does a good job, that you're not going to miss if it does get confiscated. For instance, this uh, L55 antique brass razor from Pearl Shaving, it's less than $24, like $23.99 on Amazon. Delivers a wonderful, wonderful shave. And if, if they confiscate this, okay, you're out about $25, bucks, but you can always get another one. Uh, because they're plentiful. You can buy these on Amazon all day long. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm saying. It'll give you a nice shave, and if it makes it through in your carry-on bag, then all you got to do is get a blade when you land at your destination, uh, if all you're taking is a carry-on bag. Uh, probably uh, the best advice, I would think, is to leave the double-edged safety razor at home and take a cartridge razor, something like this, of course, this is a three-bladed cartridge uh, uh, razor head. If you don't want to take a multi-bladed cartridge razor head, there are other razors out there that will give you um, a nice shave with a single blade. Uh, here's one from Uno, which is very, very good. I reviewed this. It's aluminum handle, and it has a really nice single edge to it. Delivers a really, really wonderful shave. This, because it's a cartridge razor, you can pack this in your carry-on luggage. Hang on, I got another one for you. I thought I brought it with me. Hang on, let me go get it. I'll be right back. It was right over here. It was just right over here. <laughs> it was out of my reach, though. Here it is right here, uh, the Penny Shaver. This is a terrific, terrific razor. This is a single-blade uh, cartridge razor. This is really designed for travel. It has a really nice uh, hefty handle, and it, uh, it pivots. And uh, the blade, uh, the blade in this, in these razor cartridge heads, uh, uh, very, very long lasting. That's the way it was designed, uh, and it really is terrific. I'll have a link to this where you can get this. Really enjoyed using this. I reviewed this. Check out my review on this one. Uh, but this is a single edge cartridge razor. Now this is a cartridge razor. They they will allow cartridge razors in your in your uh, dop kit in your carry on. Uh, absolutely no problem. And the other one that uh, Abine Samant has recommended is the Gillette Guard. Now, these are uh, single-edge uh, razor heads also, very, very similar to what I showed you with the penny shaver. 
Uh, it comes with a handle. For the life of me, I can't find the handle. I don't know where the handle is, but it's a very lightweight handle that has a very sim simplistic pivoting system. And Abine uh, recommends this to uh, uh, younger wet shavers who are just starting out. It's a good way to ease them into uh, DE uh, uh, wet shaving. Uh, kind of, you know, it's it's very, very forgiving, but it delivers a really, really nice shave. And these uh, cartridges are are really, really very, very inexpensive. And I believe this comes out of India. Uh, so thanks again to Abine. And I have to, I'm going to have to find my handle. I don't know where my handle is. My apologies. But that's a good system as well. And it's also very, very affordable. So my recommendation is leave the double-edge safety razor at home especially if it's a weekend getaway. Get one of these others that I have recommended. I really like the Uno. The Uno is probably going to be the closest to uh, getting uh, as close to a DE razor shave. Uh, really, I mean, without being a DE razor because the cartridge, it's because, first of all, it's a cartridge head, but it's fixed. So you're going to be adjusting the angle as you shave, just like a DE razor. Uh, the blades in here are very, very good. It is low waist, slim profile, a nice aluminum handle. So there is some lightweight uh, there, uh, but uh, really the razor does all the work. Uh, it just feels great in the hand. I like the Uno a lot. And uh, of course the, uh, the penny shaver is also another really, really terrific one. Either one of these I, I would be more than happy to take if I'm flying and just taking a carry-on. And those will, those will go through... Uh, those will go through your with your carry-on because they're cartridge razors, as I understand it. Um, Double-edge safety razor, the TSA agent is going to have uh, the final call on that. And I have read online where some wet shavers have said, uh, even though they didn't have blades in their carry-on uh, and they only had a DE razor without the blades, the DE razor was still confiscated. So I would hate to have, uh, to have a really, really nice razor a high-end razor confiscated by a TSA agent. Uh, I would hate to have that happen. That's why I would leave my DE razor at home. If I was going to take a DE razor, I would get I would take something like the Pearl Shaving L55 or some other razor that delivers a nice shave but is low cost, and I wouldn't miss it if it was confiscated. The only problem, the only challenge you have is getting some good blades when you get to your destination. Now, there are ways around that, too. You can have your, you can just enclose some razor blades uh, in a little box uh, or a little padded uh, envelope and uh, go to the post office and have those mailed to your hotel uh, and say, hey, you know, set this aside for a guest so-and-so. So when you get there, you got your blades. <laughs> that works. I've heard wet shavers do that, too. So that's in the, kind of another workaround. But you know what? If you're just taking a carry-on, uh, leave, the, leave, leave that really, really nice DE razor at home and take one of these, you know, take a penny shaver, take a, an Uno, take a, a Gillette guard. Uh, is that what it is? Yeah. Gillette guard. Uh, yeah. Gillette, take a Gillette guard. Uh, and, uh, you know, or, or if worst comes to worst, uh, take, uh, just a disposable, it's a disposable three bladed cartridge razor right here. Uh, but we also have another option in, in new wet shaving gear, and we'll get to that uh, when we get to new wet shaving gear. So thanks very much for that Array 256. I hope that helps. And you know what? That does wrap up uh, the refill segment for this week. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really, really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week.
Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Well, we've got something new here from Mark Denton and Denton Magic. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful shave soap with an absolutely beautiful, beautiful scent. He very kindly sent along Colonial Oud. This is an homage to Aqua de Parma Colonial Oud. Such a clean and fresh Oud scent. As he writes, I probably go back and sniff this one at least three times daily. The uh, top notes are Calibrian, Bergamot, and Italian Orange. The middle notes are Oud, Hermes, and Coriander. And the base notes are Leather, Sandalwood, Atlas Cedar, Musk, and Indonesian Patchouli Leaf. Boy, this is, this is absolutely a wonderful, wonderful scent. Absolutely fantastic. There it is, brand new in a two and a half ounce size jar. Now, this is something that uh, Mark is moving towards. He's moving towards a, a smaller compact size in his shave soap and his aftershave. If you're in the wet shave hobby, you know that there are, you, you accumulate a lot of shave soaps. And well, you know what? space gets to be a little bit tight. And this is kind of his solution right here. He's offering this at a lower price point. It's compact. It gives you great performance because we all know that these artisan shave soaps, a little bit of shave soap, you're making a boom lather in minutes. You don't really need to overload your brush or load a lot into your shaving bowl. Although I admit when I'm on camera, I tend to load a little more, and that's just for the sake of the review, but I am uh, practicing a little more soap economy myself, and this is absolutely perfect. Colonial Oud from uh, Denton Magic. It's an absolutely wonderful, wonderful scent, and it comes in at a wonderful, wonderful price point, and as Mark wrote me, uh, at my price point, you can get the shave soap and aftershave set at a lower price point then many other artisans sell even one four-ounce shave soap or aftershave at. Yeah, that's absolutely true, and you're getting a really, really nice quality product, and this Colonial Oud scent is absolutely fantastic. We have reviewed uh, Mayberry Man when he offered it in larger size, and it is a absolutely wonderful scent, and it has some great, great performance. And the first one that we, that we were introduced to was uh, Kusafiri. This has a nice organic kind of scent. Uh, really, really terrific. But as you can see, um, Mark is moving towards a, uh, a smaller two and a half ounce size at a lower price point uh, for both the shave soap and the aftershave. Again, great, great strategy. You can get the shave, you can get the set of shave soap and aftershave at a terrific, terrific price point. And uh, you know, both of these offer a really, really wonderful performance. We're going to review them really, really soon. But I know the history of uh, the uh, Denton Magic Shave Soaps. Uh, really love the performance of them based on the Mayberry Man and the Kusa Fury that I've reviewed in the past. Really, really terrific. So there you are, Colonial Oud from Mark Denton and Denton Magic. I'll have a link to uh, Denton Magic where you can check out all the shave soaps in these smaller, more affordable more space-saving sizes, uh, and I think it's a really, really neat approach. Really, really terrific. Check out Mayberry Man. You can get it in this size as well 
And uh, really, you can get a couple of sets. You can get the Mayberry Man, the Colonial Oud, if you want, the Kusafiri. Uh, you can get the Aftershave Splash and the Shave Soap. You can buy two, three of them if you want to. Uh, and uh, really uh, get some really, really great performing shave soap. Uh, Space-saving, good performance, long-lasting. I'm, you know, again, like I say, we've been talking about uh, how you can uh, use a little bit of shave soap and get a lot of lather. So, yeah, I think Mark is uh, doing something that makes a lot of sense. So um, if uh, you want to try out Colonial Oud, know that you're not going to have to sacrifice a lot of space to put it in your shave den. Hey, Mark, thanks very much for sending us along. We'll get a review done real, real soon. Thanks again, Mark. Really do appreciate it. Okay, so earlier in the show, we were talking about traveling with a safety razor, a cartridge razor, you know, packing your carry-on so uh, you can uh, get to your destination and have uh, something to shave with. And of course, I recommended, uh, you know, look, if worse comes to worse, just take a cartridge razor like this or get the, get the penny shaver like that. There's also another option. You're not going to have any problem with it at all. You'll be able to put it in your carry-on and, and, and go right through uh, the TSA checkpoint and get on your flight, that sort of thing. An electric razor. The folks at Pre-Tech right here uh, contacted me. It's the Pre-Tech electric razor. This is their electric foil and bald shavers, two-in-one double shaver for men. Uh, it has a pop-up beer trimmer. It's rechargeable. Um, three adjustable speeds. It's for the head and for the face. A gentleman named Brian with Pre-Tech very, very kindly contacted me and said, you know, we'll send it to you. Please share it with your viewers. I said, sure, absolutely. And I was so happy to receive that question uh, regarding uh, packing a DE razor, that sort of thing, traveling with it. Well, here is another great solution. I'm also looking forward to using this for a head shave because, as I've mentioned in the past, uh, I will use an electric razor for a head shave in a couple of different situations. Number one, if I'm in a pinch and I got to get a quick head shave and I got to get out the door, I'll grab an electric razor. The other one is if I've unfortunately have banged my head or cut my head because of a low doorway or some such thing, then I will definitely go to the electric razor. I'm so grateful to have a good electric razor. Uh, for that. And while that area of the head heals up, especially if it's in a blind spot that I can't see, uh, then I'll get an electric razor. And this one looks to be very, very good for the money. It's less than $20. It's $19.99. Let's take a look at it right here. You know what? Let's look at the back right here. It's a 3D foil mesh floating blade, uh, three speeds, uh, foil mesh release button, uh, Anti-slip design, speed and power percentage display right there. I'll let you get a screenshot of that right there. Looks to be a really nice design. And um, it is called the Bald Hair Shaver right there. You can see that. And it's by Pre-Tech Men's Care. It looks to be very, very well made. I have not opened it up. We're going to do an unboxing right here. I just took a peek at it uh, when it arrived. So here it is right here. It comes in a nice packing case. Here is the uh, instructions regarding it right here. Okay. And you get all kinds of, you got a, oh, you got a one year free warranty right there. Okay. And you've got uh, some ins and outs regarding it right there and some instructions, cleaning and maintenance, how to use it, that sort of thing. So that's all right there. Uh, and here it is right here. Let's open this up. See, they have it packaged away very, very nicely. Let's open this up here. And here is the razor. 
Now they give you a, okay, they're giving you a charging cable right here. It's a USB cable to, uh, oh, that's nice. I like that. I like that little wrap there. Don't throw that wrap away. That's a neat little wrap to, to uh, wrap up your cord. So it is a USB uh, charger. So you can charge this on your computer or you can get one of those outlets that has a USB socket in it when you plug it into the wall. That's what I have. Uh, and here is the razor right here. And I'm going to definitely use this. I'm probably going to use this tomorrow uh, and do a head shave with it and do the review. Boy, that's nice. This has a lot of nice weight to it. Not overly heavy, but it feels very, very robustly made. Look at that. Hey, that's nice. Check that out. Huh? Wow. Okay, it has a nice cover right here. It does have a pop-up trimmer here. Looks like it's got... Yeah, look at that, pop-up trimmer. It has two foil blades here, so you're shaving in an angle here. Okay, I guess this is the power button with the display. Let's hit that right now. Okay, we're going to have to uh, plug it in. <laughs> it's going to need to be charged, but there it is right there. Golly, I wish I could show you that. I um, wish I could show you how it works. It's not charged up. I'm going to have to charge it up. All right, but that's it right there. That looks really, really terrific. I'm good. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give it a quick charge. And by the end of the show, uh, because, uh, you know, I'm going to be uh, doing these different segments and everything. By the end of the show, I will, uh, I will uh, bring it back and we will uh, start it up so you can see, this, see the display. Uh, so I'm going to give it a quick charge. And I'll also find out how long it takes to charge. So let me put this cover back on. This is very, very well made. And this looks like it'll be, you know, do a really nice job of uh, giving you a face shave and a head shave. So here's another really great option. Uh, less than $20. Wow, that is terrific. So if you're flying away and you don't want to use a cartridge razor and uh, you, you don't want to take your DE razor for fear of it being confiscated or losing it or whatever, that sort of thing. You know, you can take an electric razor. You can pack this in. Uh, you can pack this in your carry-on, and it won't be any problem at all. And this one comes in, comes in at such a nice price point, less than $20, $19.99. I'm really looking forward to reviewing this. So uh, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to charge it up. And uh, before we wrap up the show, I'll turn it on and you'll get a look at uh, what the display looks like and uh, uh, the different speeds and that sort of thing. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, so uh, we'll have enough time to charge it up and show it to you at the end of the show. So my thanks to Brian and everyone at Pretech for sending this along and allowing me to share with the viewers. We're going to do a head shave with this and get a review done on it. I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks again, Brian and everyone at Pretech. Really, really do appreciate it. Viewer Wally Pankowski checked in and he wrote, These look awesome. I just ordered one. I'll let you know how it works. Well, he is referring to the Pereira Shavery, uh, Pereira Shavery Unbreakable Shaving Bowl in its large size. It's about 36.90 euros, which is about 41 US dollars or thereabouts. And uh, it looks fantastic. It looks really, really wonderful. It has a brush rest, comes in a variety of colors, and it looks to be unbreakable. Uh, so uh, really looking forward to hearing your thoughts on that, Wally. Folks, I'll link it below so you can get a look at it. This is another option in lathering bowls, uh, the uh, Pereira Shavery Unbreakable Shaving Bowl in a large size. Thanks again, Wally. Really, really do appreciate it. Folks, I'll have the link below. 
Viewer Beth Jones gave us a heads up on another wonderful lathering bowl, another wonderful shaving bowl, offered exclusively by the folks at Executive Shaving. This is the Steph Baxter Shaving Bowl. And as they write on the product page, we asked Steph Baxter, who is a Glasgow-based potter, to make us an upgraded version of his previous lathering bowls, but this time with an angled thumb and forefinger grip to make the lathering bowl easier to hold. The angled thumb forefinger grip can be used in multiple ways depending on what is most comfortable to the user. Suitable for right and left-handed users. You will easily generate a rich lather as we ask Steph to make the bowls ridged internally so the user can easily whip up shaving soap or cream quickly. The ridges deliver traction between a shaving brush and shaving cream. No other bowl will generate a rich lather as efficiently as this bowl. These bowls are only available from executive shaving. Each bowl is unique. Expect variations in finish, size, and color. The bowls are predominantly blue colored, lots of blue and sometimes black with splashes of light blue and green. There is no particular pattern. No matter which bowl you get, it will be different from any other. These bowls are stamped made in Scotland on the base. Suitable for all sizes of shaving brushes. Wow, absolutely beautiful. Beth, thank you very much for passing this along. Folks, I'll have the link below. Check out these bowls, these shaving bowls from Executive Shaving by Steph Baxter. Beth, thank you again very, very much. A while back, a viewer named Greg out of Virginia very, very kindly sent me the Supply SE Single Edge Injector Razor. And uh, I love this razor. As you know, this is my go-to for head shaves. It's absolutely wonderful. Greg also has a Supply SE, also has the Supply Pro Adjustable, and he loves both of those razors as well. And uh, I really, really love this injector razor. This is my favorite injector razor. Well, the point of, uh, of this particular segment here in New Wet Shaving Gear is to introduce you to a wonderful injector razor blade that Greg also sent along. He sent along the Schick Proline B20 blade right here. These are injector blades that will fit an injector razor of like a vintage Schick injector razor or the Supply SE or the Supply Pro. Uh, and uh, uh, Greg sent these along saying, hey, you know, you might want to try these blades in the Supply SE. I haven't had a chance to try these blades in the SE. I've been using the uh, Supply Black Label blades and also the white label blades that, that come with uh, their razors. And uh, their black label blades in the Supply SE are very, very good. I like them a lot. Uh, but uh, just the other day, yesterday as a matter of fact, uh, I thought, you know what? I, I promised to use these, this, this blade and I already put a new blade <laughs> in my Supply SE. So I thought, well, what do I have where I can test this blade? Well, I have my vintage Schick injector razor from the 1940s, probably 46, 48, somewhere in there. And uh, the reason why I got this one is because I saw Cary Grant use this razor or a very similar looking razor to this one. I think he used this one in a, in a film called Mr. Blanding's Builds 
his dream house. I'll link the scene below so that you can see it. I think I've talked about it before. Now, I've reviewed this, and uh, it was a good shave. It really was. And I believe I used, uh, I can't remember, I'll have to look again, but I believe I used a regular Schic blade right here with the metal key. And uh, it gave a nice shave, but at the time I was saying, you know, I'm probably not going to be reaching for this razor all the time. Uh, a, a variety of reasons. I'll have to look at the review again. I took a glance at it, but it gave me a nice shave. Well, let me tell you, I put in one of these Schick Proline B20 blades, and it just changed this razor's delivery and approach altogether. I got an awesome three-pass BBS shave from this razor. I loved it. These blades are wonderful. If you have a vintage Schick razor, or if you have a Supply SE or a Supply Pro, you have got to check out the Proline B20 blades from Schick. This, this was a wonderful, wonderful shave in my vintage Schick razor. Absolutely. I'm kind of kicking myself because I didn't turn my camera on. I should have done a review right then and there. I'll try to get a review done it. I, I, I want to just take it for a test drive first, and I'm thinking, wow, this was such an awesome shave. I used Club Guy. I used the Cube 2.0. Uh, <laughs> it was absolutely wonderful. I just really, really enjoyed the shave. So these blades are terrific. They're available at Bull Goose Shaving for about $13, $14. I'll have a link. My thanks to Greg for sending that link along. And my thanks to Greg for sending these blades along. I'm just so sorry I, I took this long to try them out. I am really looking forward to trying these in the Supply SE now. And I had a viewer ask me about uh, single-edge razors, the gems and uh, the um, uh, injector razors and that sort of thing. And uh, while I like the gem razors, I think the injector razors have the advantage of uh, a nicer variety of blades that are available. You can get the uh, regular Schick blades. You can get the uh, black label blades from, um, from Supply. You can get their white label blades from Supply. You can get the Persona injector blades. You can get the B20s from Schick. Uh, so you have uh, a few more choices than you do with a gem razor, which is why I told him, you know what, give a give a, a vintage Schick uh, razor a try. Now, as I understand it also, uh, I believe that as, as the years went by, uh, from the 40s to the 50s and the 60s, the Schick razors got a little milder. Someone out there, correct me if I'm wrong, so if you have a Schick razor, say from 1958, it's going to be a bit milder than, say, a Schick razor from uh, 1946. That's my understanding. However, I will say, if this razor is from 46, 48, something like that, uh, it's going to have a little more aggression, a little higher efficiency than, than a Schick razor, say, from the late 50s, early 60s, something like that. Uh, even, even so, this blade did an absolutely wonderful, wonderful job in this razor. It's still there. I'm expecting to get maybe five or six shaves from it, something like that, and I'm really looking forward to my next shave with it. And I will do a review, and we'll talk about it, because it was really a really wonderful, wonderful shave. This blade is really wonderful. Check it out. 
Uh, you can get them at Bull Goose Shaving if you've got the uh, Supply SE or if you have any number of vintage Schick injector razors. Uh, check out the Schick Proline B20 blade. I really, really enjoyed it. My thanks to Greg in Virginia for sending these blades along. And also, Greg, thank you so much for introducing me to the Supply SE. This is definitely a favorite. Now, let me say one other thing before I before I um, before I wrap up this particular little segment here. Uh, perhaps my use of the uh, Supply SE helped develop my technique more so that when I pulled this vintage Schick razor out, it gave me a, a, a much better shave than two years ago when I did the review because my technique has improved all because of the Supply Razor. The Supply Razor, uh, when they say built like a tank, drives like a Tesla, absolutely correct. I used this razor before cameras rolled and I got a beautiful three pass BBS shave. Absolutely. It's very easy to find the angle with the Supply SE. You can find the, all you have to do, this is how you find the angle, the correct shaving angle. See where it says supply right there? You can see I got a little bit, <laughs> I got a little bit of soap in there, uh, but you can, you can tell that I used it though. Uh, all you have to do is lay that word supply against your skin like that, and now you've got the perfect shaving angle, about 15 degrees. And I think that this razor really helped refine my technique and created that muscle memory so that when I pulled out this Schick uh, razor, uh, that muscle memory kicked in and I had I was on the perfect angle thanks to the Supply SE. That's, I think, another factor uh, in, 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 in this vintage Schick razor giving me such a great shave. However, uh, these Schick blades, they are wonderfully smooth, sharp, comfortable, delivered an awesome, awesome shave. So looking forward to trying them in the Supply SE. I'll get a review done on that as well. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Uh, the Schick Proline B20 blade. Check them out. They're very, very good. Bull Goose Shaving. I'll have a link below. Again, Greg, thank you for the blades and thank you so much for the Supply SE. It opened up a whole new world of shaving to me. Folks, I will have a link to Supply where you can check out the SE and also the Supply Pro adjustable razor. Uh, terrific, terrific single edge razors. And don't forget, don't forget uh, a vintage Schick as well. Uh, these are wonderful. You can find these on eBay, at yard sales, at house sales, that sort of thing. Um, and they do give a very, very good shape. However, I think for me, boy, the supply really, really laid the groundwork in uh, developing my technique with a single edge injector razor. Hey, Greg, thanks again very, very much, folks. I'll have a link to the blades at Blue Goose Shaving below. Thanks again, Greg. Really do appreciate it. Okay, one other thing, one minute, forgot to mention uh, regarding these blades. The only minor downside of these blades is that there is no key on the case to inject into a, uh, an injector razor. Uh, so you'll have to remove the blade from this case and install it into something like this. Uh, in order to inject it into a razor here. Now, with the Supply SE, you can remove the base plate by undoing this screw, and you can kind of do a manual install of the blade uh, if you'd like to do it that way. Otherwise, what you're going to have to do is 
You're going to have to eject the blade from this case and then uh, press down on the spring here and kind of back the blade back into this case with the key and uh, do that sort of thing. And that's what I've done here with uh, the supply uh, black label case right here. I have some uh, of these Proline blades. I've got some of these uh, Proline B20 blades in here and I got it like labeled a Schick B. Well, actually B20 will off there a little bit. But I know that these are the the uh, uh, the Proline B20 blades in here. And I just, you know, unloaded them from this case and just backed them up into this case here uh, so that I can inject them into the either the SE or the Pro. Uh, you know, so it makes it installation a little easier. So you're, you're just going to have to be a little careful. Why they don't have a key on this, I, I have no idea. Just wanted to mention that in passing. Okay, just as an update. <laughs> Thanks again, folks. Well, a few days ago, I received an email alert from Phoenix Shaving. Maybe you received the same email alert announcing that Son of Honeysuckle is here. And as they write, this much-anticipated scent returns. And uh, here's the excerpt from 2019's original re-release. Fans of our original Honeysuckle will truly enjoy our latest variation on this Phoenix Shaving Cult classic. Fran and I took a long, hard look at the original recipe and noticed some room for improvement, so improve we did. Son of Honeysuckle tackles the more sophisticated side of the Japanese honeysuckle flower this year, a bolder, deeper, moodier expression of the true soul of the blossom. Using a blend of both Japanese honeysuckle hydrosol, calendula hydrosol, and benzoin resin, I was really able to add more body to the profile of the accord while not getting in the way of the original notes. Fans of this scent will be astounded and transported somewhere in the past. Yeah, uh, and he goes on to say about honeysuckle extract is rich in flavonoids and saponins, which are sources of antioxidants and protect the skin against free radicals that can contribute to skin damage and signs of aging. Calendula oil, it's a natural oil extractor from marigold flowers. Uh, it's often used as a complementary or alternative treatment. Uh, calendula, calendula oil has many beneficial properties that can help soothe, protect, and rescue dry, puffy, irritated skin. Possibly the most obvious choice for adding some magic to an aftershave. Uh, lastly, uh, there are the usual skin food superstars, aloe vera and vegetable glycerin finishing the job. Uh, absolutely fantastic. This comes in the ultimate, uh, the, the, the ultra premium formula CK6. And uh, yeah, it looks great. I'll have a link to the entire collection. But check out this. Uh, Atomic Age Honeysuckle Bay Rum Mashup. Yeah, <laughs> this is from the secret menu. Now I'm going to give you a tip. Just go up to Phoenix Shavings website and in the search bar, type in secret menu and all of these mashup shave soaps are going to come up. Atomic Age Honeysuckle Bay Rum is that's the one I'm gonna look at now. I know there are a lot of fans of Honey uh, Son of Honeysuckle out there. I've never tried it. It looks very very good. But you know what? I love Bay Rum, so I, I'm really looking at the Atomic Age Honeysuckle Bay Rum. You know what? Maybe maybe get both right. <laughs>
Well, anyhow, I just wanted to give you that heads up. From Phoenix Shaving, Son of Honeysuckle is back. And also check out their secret menu. Uh, Atomic Age Honeysuckle Bay Rum is one of those uh, that is listed there. So check it out uh, from Phoenix Shaving. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. Viewer Jim from Northfield checked in and he wrote, Hey Mark, I thought I would share some photos of my latest vintage acquisitions. The one on the left is a Gillette Old Type DE Razor. This one is special because it was made in England and has the flip-out blade holder. Sellers should have sold for three times what I paid for it. The other is a Gillette Milord. This is a 1940s Super Speed Gold Plated. I received a fantastic price on this as well. Both are in wonderful condition. Well, I hope you have a great weekend, Jim. Jim, thanks again for showing some of this great vintage shaving gear that you are able to find and acquire at some really nice price points. Really do appreciate it. Very inspirational to a lot of wet shavers out there who may just be starting in on the hobby and looking for some vintage razors. Folks, Jim seems to find these really, really great deals uh, on eBay and antique stores and that sort of thing. So uh, you know what? Keep a lookout because those kinds of deals uh, and these kinds of razors are available. Uh, as I say, it's a great time to be doing the traditional wet shave because there is so much available even in the vintage end of things. And again, I showed you my uh, my vintage uh, Schick injector razor. I, I really do like this razor a lot, especially now that I've got a, a blade in there that just delivered a great shave and, uh, you know, again, refined my technique a little bit. But look at the shape that this is in. This is also a, a vintage 1940s Schick injector razor. Now, I can't remember what I paid for it, but I did not pay a lot of money for it. And the handle is intact as well. Okay, you can see that the handle, there's, there are no cracks or chips or anything on there. It's just in really, really terrific, terrific shape. And it was very, very clean as well. So uh, that was something else uh, that uh, uh, is really just amazing that this, a lot of this vintage wet shave gear was so well attended and kept, uh, you know, always clean and really kept in good condition. So when you go to get something, uh, as you saw from Jim's photos, you get something in really, really nice condition that you can use, uh, you know, in your own shave den. Uh, now, my habit is whenever I receive a piece of vintage shave gear, I, I put it through some sanitizing uh, uh, processes, a barbicide, that sort of thing. And uh, we can get into that in a, in a, in a future episode uh, if you're interested uh, on how I sanitize a vintage razor when it comes in the shave den. But yeah, a lot of great stuff out there. So Jim, thanks very much for sharing that. Really, really do appreciate it. Uh, enjoy that new shave gear. Your James Collison. I think it's Collison. Uh, James, uh, your last name is spelled C-O-L-L-I-E-S-O-N. Collison? Collison? I think it's Collison. I hope I pronounced your last name correctly. Anyhow, James wrote, I've been watching all your videos now for weeks and trying to figure out if I should get the Council, Ambassador, or T2 Stainless. If the Rocknell Sailor was available, I'd probably get that. Hey, James, thanks very much for the question. I really do appreciate it. 
Uh, I do have uh, the Council. Uh, it's an absolutely beautiful, beautiful razor. I really, really love this razor, and I enjoy shaving with it. It really delivers a smooth shape. It's a slant, uh, and a slant has a different feel than other DE razors. My advice to you uh, and to anyone else uh, considering the console slant before you get the console slant, uh, purchase a slant razor, just a, a nice $20, $25 slant razor, and work with it and see if it's see if you like the kind of shave it gives you. Parker Semi Slant is a good slant to uh, try out. The Icon X3 is a really nice slant to try out. And uh, I think Mercur uh, also makes a slant. Uh, try one of those slants, work with it, and see if, see if you like the feel of a slant razor. And then, if you do, then you'll know for sure that the console is for you. Love, love, love this razor a lot. Uh, just be aware how you uh, install the blade. Uh, you have to be aware that it's seated correctly. It happened to me one time before in a review I did. Uh, I really wasn't paying attention and I didn't seat the blade correctly. Uh, but, um, you know, as long as you're aware and you look at what you're doing, you pay attention, that's not a problem. Uh, it really is a fantastic, fantastic razor. Really just a terrific, smooth razor. I love the adjustability. It's very well made. It's very well engineered. It is very well machined. Very, very precise. It is a terrific, terrific razor. Yeah, absolutely love, love, love the console razor. The uh, T2 stainless steel razor, what can I say? This is a beautiful razor. Love the smooth quality of it. Uh, I feel it's a bit smoother than the T2 chromed version. Mantic 59 has a great blog post, which I will link below, comparing the T2 stainless steel to the uh, regular T2 chromed version. Uh, and uh, some of the little differences here and there. I think he says uh, in that article that the T2 stainless is tuned a little milder than the, than the regular T2, just ever so slightly. Uh, you know, it's negligible, really. Uh, they're both terrific, terrific razors. Either one of these is a very, very good choice. The T2 stainless uh, really is a mild, smooth performer. I like it a lot. And I find that uh, with each of these razors, I can put in a blade that has a little more edge to it, um, so to speak, and uh, it just delivers a really, really nice shave. So I like that about these razors. I can put in a, um, um, a Shaver Boy blade or a, um, uh, a Shark stainless blade or the Rockwell blade itself, and it just really uh, allows that... Uh, uh, allows those blades that have a little more edge to them to really, really perform very, very well. It, it, it kind of tames those blades for me. I like these razors a lot. Either one is a good choice. Absolutely fantastic razors. Uh, as far as the Ambassador, I don't have an Ambassador. I do have a Flexi, which is a, a clone, so to speak, of the Ambassador. Now, Matt Pisarsik is the gentleman who manufactures both the Council and the uh, and the Ambassador, and also the Envoy. I have an Envoy. Love the Envoy. The Envoy is an absolutely beautiful laser. Anyhow, uh, I will link to his video where he compares the Flexi to the Ambassador. I think you'll find that to be very, very helpful. I can't speak to how the Ambassador shaves because I don't have one. It's on my wish list, though. Absolutely. However, I will say that the Pearl Flexi is tuned a little more aggressive 
uh, with a little higher efficiency at lower settings than the uh, Rockwell uh, T2 and T2 stainless. That's kind of been my experience. Very, very smooth uh, shaver though. Uh, I have found that all the pearl shaving razors have a very, very smooth approach. And uh, this one is no exception. It is uh, a very, very good uh, razor. Uh, it has nice heft, and uh, I like it a lot. I really, really do. It has some, has some, uh, some very, very good qualities. It's not an ambassador, uh, but um, I think it's a good starting point for me uh, to work with it, just like uh, I recommend someone working with a slant before they go to the council. Um, it's nice to have this to kind of work with and then graduate to the ambassador. So I kind of know what to expect. That's kind of my hunch, kind of my approach. So yeah, the ambassador is on my wish list. Uh, I would uh, ask any viewers out there, if you have any of the razors that we've mentioned here, the, the Council, uh, the T2 stainless, the T2 in chrome version, uh, the ambassador, and even the Flexi, please comment below. Let us know uh, what you think of those razors. Um, and, uh, you know, some of the highlights uh, of those razors and how you like shaving with them and that sort of thing. I think that will be very, very helpful to James and, and others who are considering any of these razors, uh, purchasing any of these razors to use in their shave den. They're all wonderful razors. Again, folks, if you've got any of the, if you got the Rockwell T2, Rockwell T2 stainless steel, the uh, uh, Rec Supply Council, the Rec Supply Ambassador, or even the Flexi, please comment below. Let us know your experience with these razors. James, I hope that helps in some way. Thanks very much for the question. Really do appreciate it. Okay, before we get out of here, as promised, I wanted to show you the Pre-Tech razor uh, working. And uh, I did charge it up a little bit. I wanted to show you the display. Here it is right here. Check this out. There it is right there, okay? And it says zero right here. I think maybe I have to go to full charge. That's uh, running at 70, and you have different uh, levels here. There it is at 75, and then we could turn it down to uh, 65. So you get 65, 70, and 75. Uh, and I believe that refers to the RPMs. Here, I'll, I'll let you listen to it in front of the microphone. At 65 there, and then... 70, 75, and uh, here's the pop-up trimmer, like that, that's nice. So it feels like it has a very, very powerful motor and it has a nice display and uh, it feels great in the hand, it really does. So I'm looking forward to uh, using this and reviewing it. And again, uh, has a really nice, um, here, let me just pop this open here like this. There it is. Uh, it has a really nice floating foil cutters right there like that. And a nice mesh screen. And, uh, you know, it just has a really nice, nice overall look and design. And I like how the cutters are angled. So you're going to be shaving a little bit of an angle there. And uh, it just looks like it's going to be a really, really comfortable, comfortable shaver. So I'm looking forward to doing a head shave with this. I think I'm going to let this grow maybe a little longer, maybe one more day, and then we're going to use this. So uh, the Pre-Tech uh, electric razor. My thanks again to the folks at Pre-Tech. And there you see the display right there. I'm going to plug it back in and let it fully charge up and see what that display says.
uh, again like that. It says zero there for some reason, it's blinking. And I think it's because it's not fully charged yet. And when I do start this, it always starts at 70, all right? It always starts at 70. So you can turn it down to 65 or turn it up to 75. So it always starts at that middle setting of 70. So uh, really very, very neat, good looking. I like the cap. I like the, uh, the, the, the trimmer, very, very powerful. The motor seems very, very powerful. And again, a very well-made, robust feel to this. And uh, I think it's gonna deliver a really, really nice head shave and also a face shave. So again, something, another nice tool to have in your toolbox in your shave den. Uh, if you're a head shaver like me and you, and you find out, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're in a pinch to do a head shave and you don't have time, you can grab this and do a really, really nice head shave. I'm expecting a really nice head shave from this. And also, uh, for those once in a blue moon experiences where I've, I've banged my head or cut my head, uh, glad I'm gonna have something like this to kind of shave around that area, let it heal up before I can go back to uh, using a safety razor. Uh, so yeah, that's it's a very, very good tool to have in your toolkit, in your shave den, no doubt about it. Uh, Pre-Tech Pre Pre Electric Razor. So I just wanted to show you uh, how it started up. And it charged up very, very quickly. I'll have all that information regarding charge times and that sort of thing uh, when I do the review. So I'm going to look it over uh, myself, and uh, when I do the review, we'll get into some of those details as well. So thanks to Brian and everyone at Pre-Tech again for sending along this wonderful electric shaver. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below, let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soaps. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we've got another double take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.